This is your wrestling podcast fix. New weekly episodes of Inseguri on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Yo! What's going on? Not much. This is Fran. JCL. Hey, I'm DB Richards. How you doing? And this is the Instagram Podcast, and we are at episode 100. Woohoo! Yay! So, how was your day? Oh, my day was very uneventful. What about your day? I watched Ride Alongs. Um, I don't want to talk about Ride Along. I want to talk about WrestleMania weekend. Oof. Okay. This has been a... Very long weekend for wrestling. Yes, 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 yes it was. It was lots a, happened. Lots, lots happened. Lots and lots of wrestling for everybody to digest. Too much wrestling. Too. There is never too much ever wrestling. too much wrestling. In one day, you can like watch so much, and then you had to stop for a minute. No, no, no. But no, WrestleMania no. was like seventeen hours long. You're like, oh my. God, no. I loved every minute of it. There was not enough wrestling. We needed more wrestling. We need to have ten hours of WrestleMania. We need to have ten hours of ROH in New Japan. We need to have ten hours of all the other independents combined that are all down in New York on that weekend. And we need what else do we need? It's kind of sad that you guys keep on saying New York and in Jersey, but okay, New York, New Jersey. Nobody go. Nobody gives a fuck about New Jersey. Why are you going to defend Jersey? Fuck yeah. Jersey. But everybody's saying it all wrong. It's New Jersey, not New York. Yeah, all the New York teams come over to Jersey to play in Jersey. That's New Jersey still. It should be called the New Jersey you? Mets or the Delco. New Jersey. What? What's the matter to you? You're from Delco. What I'm in the Philly area. You're in the Philly area, but you're not in Philadelphia. But dude. I don't consider it's the same fucking thing. I don't don't consider the Philadelphia Union Philadelphia. I call them the Chester Union. Uh, You know, there's much more prestige in being Philadelphia Union. Chester, Chester, Pennsylvania needs to be blown off the map. All right, they're rebuilding. They're rebuilding it. We're going to be dead by the time it actually matters. No shit. I'm rooting for it. You're rooting for it. I'm rooting like they to change it up. Oh. All my Chester people out there, hey! <laughs> so, every single time that I take anybody to the airport from Wilmington, I say, okay, this is the tour, this is Wilmington, you've already seen all the good spots. Now we're going go to go <laughs> through Chester. Um, you don't want to go in Chester. <laughs> even if you want to play the casino, you still want to avoid Chester. Go to Delaware Park, even though that's a shithole too. Okay, like since you did that right there. Um, it was funny because I was watching Ride Along and um, it was on the Riot Squad in the car. Lib Morgan's driving, okay? Lib Morgan's from Jersey and she starts pointing stuff out and like you hear um, Ruby Riot go, we all have this stuff. <laughs> okay. And it was just a funny episode. So I would go do a Ride Along with Lib Morgan. I'm sure you would. I would. You would do a ride along with, um, who else is there? Not, I won't do it with, um, what's your name in the ride squad? What's your name, um? Ruby Wright? No, the other one. Sarah Logan? Yeah, I won't do it with her. She carries meats, and she farts a lot. I can't do that. Oh, that's you right. You can't do that. Because you're basically vegan. 
basically no i am almost vegan that's that's gonna be your wrestling name almost vegan db richards yes almost vegan. because i still eat chicken and turkey and cat what get the fuck out of here <laughs> that is not even funny Alf ate cats. And, and, and Alf is horrible, too. Alf was a cool um, alien. He was my favorite alien. Alf I was remember an alien? Alf. Alf was an alien? Yeah. I just thought he was a fucking Muppet that just lived with a family. It was a Muppet that looked like a penis. He came, he came from out of space. Uncircumcised penis. The, the, place he lived, the place he lived on was Melmac. Um, he had a girlfriend named Rhonda. That's why he loved the song "Help Me Rhonda" by the Beach Boys. They couldn't come up with a better sounding planet name than Melmac. Why couldn't Rhonda Rousey come out to that? It sounds like a He-Man. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> I don't know. That is a good question. That would've been awesome. Yeah. So, what do you want to start talking about first? How about the fact that Kofi is the WWE? No, champion? no, no. Before we get to that. I mean, we're, we're trying to go in the order of, like, the entire weekend, and that was one of the biggest highlights, regardless of how it happened, and we all have different opinions about that, and we're going to get to that soon, but let's start with... The Hall of Fame? Um, no, no, because it was Taker... Okay, so... Okay, Taker... Kind, kind of in the order of how all the major events went, it was... No. It was TakeOver, and then you had the G1 um, ROH Madison Square Garden event, plus you had the Hall of Fame. That was on the same night, wasn't it? Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then you have WrestleMania, and now, uh, two more minutes, we got Raw, and we're going to catch parts of that when we can. Um, So, what was everybody's take on TakeOver this year? Oh, it was fantastic. It's amazing. Like, the two, like... In my opinion, three best matches were the opening match between War Raiders, yeah, that was a good Gargano, one. War Raiders, Black, and Ricochet. Uh, probably in the running for best match of the night, Riddle versus Dream. That was that was really good. Amazing. Like, hold on a second. What? Stop it. <laughs> what? Because we can open, because we can openly admit if we don't go to an independent show that you've gone to. Whereas you will just pretend that you watched it, despite having no idea what you're talking about. Well, no, I mean that's that's not a bad thing, but I can't stop laughing on the inside when you're like, "Oh, that was amazing! That was awesome! Six star match!" Like, you should just let me go and just like mention something that clearly did not happen at the pay per view, and just wait for him to agree. Yeah, like, oh, that was so awesome with Adam Cole on the belt. Right. <laughs> you're like, yeah, Undisputed Era. <laughs> I know he didn't win. No, but, um. Because I would have um, I saw, I didn't catch the whole show. I saw bits and pieces of it. I kind of did the uh, abridged version, I guess. Um, I... I love the shows just as much as the next any of the other people that are like all about the star ratings and everything. But no. the one thing I wish that they would try to tone down on somehow is 
Okay, the false so, finishes. Well, there was mm, the false finishes. There are was cool. there was one per. I, they, they can be, but when they're done all the time, they kind of lose their purpose. Okay, the false finishes is all right. But I will the say though, the same move over and over again gets annoying. I will say though, yeah, they do a lot of false finishes in NXT, but considering the raw emotion you feel when they do kick out, it kind of makes up for it. Well, it's because there's 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 a lot of moments where you think that's it. No. That's it. But but here's and that's one of the reasons why I like independent stuff now. But here's the thing about that is that like, okay, so one of my favorite world champions back in ROH was Nigel McGuinness yeah. because during his matches, like I remember, I saw like two or three ma- world title matches. I think he had one against like Austin Aries. Yeah. Um, there was, I think no, I was there. there was no, no, that was down in that was down in Orlando, or oh, okay. Florida. Um, there was another one that was against like. Uh, El Generico, and, uh, but yeah, like, I always joked where I said, Triple H wishes that he can work a match like this, because everybody knew that McGinnis was going to retain, but there were a couple of times where it was like, you really believe, it's like, oh my god, this is, he's, he's going to lose the belt, mm-hmm. and then when he did lose the belt, he was like, son of a bitch, you tricked me again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the thing about the, um, Somebody posted up something where they were like, oh, this is David Melser's reaction every single time that Johnny Gargano kicks out of 50 <laughs> finishers. It's just a picture of a guy who looks like he's, like, jizzing his pants. <laughs> so it's like... It's... <laughs> so I wish that they would get to... I mean, NXT is all about that style. That's just how... That's yeah. what they do. But, like, I wish that them, along with the main roster, could find a perfect balance... Of like, it's like okay, it's not the fact that somebody kicked out of fifty finishers. It's that he did everything he possibly could not to get hit with one finisher. Mm-hmm. Instead of people just fucking like like um at like Cole during the during the one match, I was like he hit him with his finisher like what it was like four times. Like I mean, <laughs> you know, so that that kind of um it gets. Jake the Snake had something to say about that, like during during an interview where he was talking about. He said that these younger guys, like they don't know how to sell a damn thing. It's like, well, that's just kind of the style. That's how. That is how. Come on, I need people to kind of. I like, I, I I totally understand. I was just listening to you. Were, you're all into it, and I was like, well, I'm gonna agree with you for the first time, maybe, in weeks. You always say that. Well, I, I actually agree for you for once, and you just said that like a couple weeks ago, and then a week before that. You always you always agree with me, and it's always the first time. You really are like a born again <laughs> virgin. Um, no, you know what, and that's and that's another reason why, regardless of our different perspectives on wrestling, how I always say, you see, every time you talk to somebody for an interview, it's always the first time you've ever done it because you are always so giddy and it's like, ah, oh, this is like Christmas time. Fucking love it. Let's talk about the time you shit your pants. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the great stories. I mean, I threw out one time and boom, it's the story of the day. I, I really? Because I could just be like, yeah, I threw up the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel that was amazing. <laughs> no, you want you want to hear my throw-up story? No. Oh, why not? Because it's gross. Because it's vomit. 
I mean, let's see. Let's all be let's be all open about the times that we shit our pants. It's like, oh man, that was a highlight of my day. Talking about the time we shit ourselves, <laughs> the time we pulled a Pillman Jr. But it's it's funny. Okay, um, yeah, I didn't watch NXT yet. It's on my list of stuff to watch in weeks to come. It's kind of hard when you're doing a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, when I get home, I. Just lay there and I just look at my phone. Just look at your phone. I just look at my phone. And then, like, by the time it was done, I look up and I'm like, oh, shit, it's 2 o'clock. And I fell asleep. This is what I'm noticing with you. I'm noticing that you have the same vision when it comes to shows as I did back when we first started doing this. Because I said, you know what I do? I don't catch every show. I watch YouTube. Mm -hmm. I, I, I catch... I, I see what they rated these matches, and I go, okay, this match was worth watching. And I watch again. Even though I know who won, I don't care. I just mm-hmm. want to see how the match... Yeah, that's how I am, too. So, somebody had an argument on Facebook about... I know, I know that this is fast-forwarding, but somebody had a... They were talking about how Kofi's win. They were like, oh, uh, WWE is all about the moments instead of building the story. It's like, okay, yes, they are. They are about the moments, because we can call it, like, moment mania. Like, yeah. you know, there was no matches on the card. Like, even even Kofi versus Brian. Like, you know, nobody's going to mistake that for any of the takeover matches, regardless of the fact that it was a big deal. Like, we're talking strictly, like, work rate and, you know, shit like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but there was a story being told, and WrestleMania is supposed to be the end of the story. Like, that's kind of how it's how it used to be mm-hmm. but now you have it where these days wrestlemania is just a very big fucking show and some of the matches are like okay this is a continuation of a story and now yeah. and now we're actually gonna end the story at the next pay-per-view i don't understand yeah. why they do that like okay i think what's wrong with WWE? they have too much pay-per-views plus you got nxt but they're not but they're not gonna change that like oh, that's the, that's the thing. Because they're because, still making money. Because that's what the advertisers want. That's how they make their money. Um, it's it's also over flooding the market so that maybe people are like, you know what, there's so much wrestling, why do we even need to bother with these other companies? It's true. Because there's so much WWE wrestling that people are like, oh, we might not possibly have enough time for Ring of Honor or Impact or New mm-hmm. Japan or any... Because, like, you know, then you add all of those on top of that and you're just like oh man i'm just so gay for wrestling right now it's just everywhere (laughs) like not that there's anything wrong with that um so you were talking about um going back to takeover and you said and we talked about the um yeah velveteen versus matt riddle was crazy like they, <laughs> what kind of style does Matt Riddle even have? Because it's I like, was like, okay, it's like unorthodox. Like he's a he's like a mix of a lot of different. He's a wrestlers. hybrid. Yeah. One, one of the spots that I saw where I was like, oh my god, okay, that was very indie riffic, but at the same time, it was amazing. And the fact that Velveteen kicked out of it, it was like, it was the um, it was the spot that he had with the go to sleep. Oh yeah, like where he did he did like he did a knee and then a go to sleep and a German suplex. I'm like that should have killed somebody. Like, yeah, 
like Matt Riddle is a, just an amalgamation of like many different wrestling styles. He's like, he's like, he's got the athleticism of like Adam Cole. He's got the submission techniques of Daniel Bryan. The pure raw strength of Cesaro. Like he's got the presence of Van Dam. <laughs> the presence of Van Dam. And it's with not, the appearance of Von Eric. And and it's not because it's not because he smokes weed. It's because it's because of the way he talks. Yeah. Bro. Bro. Yo, bro. He was like, well, what what the hell did uh, Moro say? He was like, yeah, like during during the show, he was like, oh, do you oh do you have any butterflies? Do you feel nervous about this match, bro? Do <laughs> <laughs> you think I get nervous? No, man. You don't want to do that because the heater is on. Just so you know. Unless you want to have a hothead, so. I do want a hothead. Um, I am a hothead. Uh, the we had the women's match. Um, how was that? Do, you, do, do does does Shayna need to drop the belt? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from her. She's good. But I think it's time for somebody else to hold the belt. Like, well, we don't need another Oscar reign. But sometimes you need to keep them titles going strong. You don't want. She's, you don't want. You don't want to have like a back to an attitude error. Like yeah, but there's one the, week um champion, next week an all champion, next week a champion, an all champion, next because yeah, that but, doesn't make the title. I mean, I seat. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, when there's still like four or five other competitors who at that point have earned their shot and. Should get a title that doesn't, run, but like, like that doesn't um, that doesn't take away from the prestige of the belt. It's how the entire show is booked. Like you know, I mean, we could say, for example, that okay, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Brock Lesnar hold the belt, but he never defends it. But you want to have it, but but at the same time, then somebody can argue. Well, if somebody was defending it all the time, I mean, it's supposed to be a bigger deal than that. It's, so it's just. It's really a matter of She's practice. defending the title. She's winning, keeping the title in the picture. But you don't want to have all the titles changing every five seconds. Because then you got this title change. Then this title change. Yeah, but at the same team, time, like... WrestleMania was title change um, mania. Yeah, but... And it was same, like, oh my gosh. Well, because it was time for a change. But... Because <laughs> everyone's held the belt for like a long fucking time. At that point, like, they had nothing else for them. Same thing with Shayna. Like... She's beat all of them individually. She's beat them in triple threat. She just beat them in a fade of four way. Their next title defense, she needs to lose it. Because, I mean, at this point, she's basically done everything. Yeah, it's all about... Um, if WWE and think about all up. the ones who are, like, just as good as she and are over with the crowd that have yet to hold the belt. Like, you don't Dakota have to, Kai. You I don't mean, have to be... You don't have to be great to hold a belt. Yeah, you, do. you have you have wrestlers that never held a WWE belt, or or other belts anywhere else, and they're like the backbone of the business. Yeah, but at the same time, Tommy Dreamer did not want a title at all. Yeah, but that's Tommy Dreamer, and but, at the same time, they also had mid card belts. Women's wrestling don't really have an option like that. Mid card belts, they're gonna get a women's one. Don't get me wrong, they're gonna get one because they just brought tag teams in. Okay. They really need to have. There needs to be less belts. That's my opinion. But, it, but like you don't have to win. Everybody doesn't have to win the title to, to make it in the business. Yeah, but at the same it's, point, you need some sort of validation like that, or else people will stop believing in you. See, King Kong Bundy was like so over in the business that a, didn't need to hold a title. It was a different time. There was less shows. Now there's shows like every week. There's pay per views every month. 
It was a different business back then. That's the same thing when people talk about, like, you know, Bruno San Martino's, like, humongously long title reign. Yeah. Well, it would have been different if it was, like, kind of how it is now. Every Like, the business is different. There's a lot of things that they try to evolve in, and then other things that they have not changed. And they need to find a perfect balance of that. Yeah, I don't think you should lose the title, like, right away. Well, no one's saying she has to lose the title right away. I mean, she's held the title for almost a year at this point. It's alright. It's alright. At least she's... When they have a chance to bring her up. But it's even people, when they were talking about, like, Pete Dunne's ring. Like Pete Dunne's reign was a humongous deal, but at the same yeah. time, people criticize that. How how often did he actually defend the belt? Because because, because of the fact of it was NXT UK, yeah. so it didn't happen maybe as much as it could have, and that kind of took away a little bit of the prestige that he had holding the belt for that long. But he's been doing stuff overseas, putting the title up the line. But yeah, that but stuff in not matches that he, we know he's not going to lose to. Yeah, yeah because but, they're not going to have him lose to somebody who's not in WWE. That's just not going to happen. But we didn't think that either. With um the Street Profits winning the um, Evolve titles, was it Evolve? Yeah, but they're linked with NXT and WWE. But That's you different. didn't think they're going to win the titles. You know what I mean? Well, that was the same thing Like when you're, you know, like even as far as when... Um, Cody at All In won the NWA title, and Cody's not NWA. Yeah, but like, there's there's still partnerships there. There's agreements and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, but there's yeah, it's just um. But you didn't think they were gonna win the titles, you know? What I mean, so you don't know if some guy in England wins the title and then the next night he gets the title back. You don't. You don't know if that happened or not. Well, you know? A lot of times, like, other things that happened, too, like, was when um, Velveteen, like, won the belt off of, uh, what was it, Gargano, the, yeah. at those house shows or whatever, and then they yeah. act like it just didn't happen. But the Bret Hart winning the world title was a house show versus Ric Flair. But they just had to happen like that because it was time for them to switch it up. Or whatever. No, Flair so there, there was, there was Yeah, there was an actual reason for it, and they were just like, but... That's WWE's decision also. It's also a WWE but, show. But you have to remember, that's Cowboy Bret Hart. Cowboy Bret Hart. <laughs> it's kind of like when like Diesel's biggest moments happen during house shows. Like It's like, okay, we're going to have you squash Bob Backlund. Yeah. Poor Bob. Very nice guy. Poor Bob. Dude, what about that one video? The, uh, yeah, I'm going to do like a hands or a headstand or whatever <laughs> and eric bischoff tweeted he's like this man is 70 years old and i hate him <laughs> uh, so uh what, what else about this so gargano and cole was insane it was uh god like i i don't know i mean i, I don't really know how, how to w, put it like what i saw back maybe a while back that he has a lot of high on cole you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but they haven't had anything high on Johnny. Um, so, Johnny might be NXT for a long time. Well, no, it's the fact that, like, Johnny is their go-to guy when it comes to, like, we need somebody that'll get all the snowflakes or star <laughs> ratings or whatever. Like, the, um... Yeah, that was TJ Perkins for a minute. No, you, you, you know the thing I don't... I Like, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to go 
back and remember his match with uh, Almas at TakeOver. Against Gargano? Yeah. And, um, and I remember watching that match going like, this match is unreal. Like, I can't believe we're actually seeing this on WWE TV. But yeah. when it happens all the time, because Gargano and Cole had a very similar, like, kind of, like, what they were going for. Yeah. And it was like, man, I, I these love watching these, but if you watch them all the time, that becomes a new standard. Not trying to say that they need to dumb it down, but they just need to find, they need to find something in the middle. That's why with WWE, it's more like, you know... Like, this is very casual, and we're not going to have, like, these epic matches. Like, I mean, Kofi and Brian was good, yeah. but, like, it was good for different reasons. And then you have the NXT matches where it's like, yes, we're going for the star ratings. We want people to rate these shows 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Why can't they kind of blend them together? Like, you know? So it's not like, okay, this is for the smart marks. This is for the casuals. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be that way. It's, it's the same fucking company. Like. Yeah. Um, so. What you, what's, your, what's your take? Because I haven't watched it yet. I can't give you my review of the pay-per-view yet. On TakeOver? Yeah. I think TakeOver was a really solid show. They, solid, like they a solid failed, A or a solid B? A solid A. They never fail to deliver. Like. Mm-hmm. It based like every match goes up in like hype, really. Yeah. And like the first match in general, which gives you a really strong start, like it kind of falters down just a bit with um Walter and Pete Dunne. I guess because I'm not that big a fan of the British strong style like you are, but you okay. probably will love that match. I I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't watch the whole thing yet. I just saw the Walter thing because. I wanted to see how... Um, Walter's got a very... I'm not saying that he wrestles like Regal, but he's got that kind of style where it's like... Yeah. This is good, but not everybody's going to get into it. Like yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the same thing with... I mean, you know what? That could be the same thing with like what people would say about New Japan. Because yeah, like, they have a very specific style. And when you're into that, it's amazing. But if you're not, then you could be like, this is kind of boring. See, there's I some... wouldn't say his style is boring boring though it's a little more slow methodic it's more of a throwback yeah it's like really old school there's certain japan wrestlers i can go by and go i like them like back in the day great muda i love great muda um i I like certain ones you know what i mean but i like taku michinoko when he was here um i know dota he dumbed them down a little bit but yeah but great muda like that's a great muda and taka like they hakushi they dumbed down their style. Like, if you, I mean, which, you know what, that's a test, that's a testament to, like, if you take a wrestler who is used to wrestling a certain way, mm-hmm. and if they could still do well in another company that wants them to, like, not basically kind of go out of their comfort zone, which is why, like, when, when AJ first arrived, it was like, oh, well, how's he going to do? And he still did fine. That's why people say he's amazing, because he's been able to adapt to every company he's been in. Yeah. And it's amazing how good he is. And, like, not not everybody can do that, so. Yeah. I think the last person that could have done that was Jericho. And Jericho's still doing that. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing how um, that I could put... AJ Styles 
put Jericho in the same box. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Jericho and AJ basically are two sides of one coin. You know, they're just their upstarts are a little different. Joe might disagree with AJ, right? He doesn't like AJ, right? Um, that's more of a long time thing. I mean, there's, it's everybody's gonna have those wrestlers where it's like, okay, they're good, but for some reason, I just don't like them. Oh, I I didn't like Smoke Joe for a long time. I don't like. Like I have, I have that opinion with Dolph. Uh, yeah, and I like Dolph. And I wouldn't even say that Dolph is bad. I just don't like certain things that he does. Certain things he does, like really, just kind of triggers me. So, like the repeated elbow drops. That's just kind of funny, I guess. But I'm talking about like how he you sells can, everything. How you can tell that he's trying to emulate Michaels. Oh. But at the same time, it's like you're emulating all the stuff that people can criticize about Michaels and not emulating the stuff that made Michaels great. So it's like there's more to being Shawn Michaels than overselling everything, you know. And that was kind of one of the things that I I just... So that's that's my opinion. Um, Okay, so we've talked about that long enough. So what what about... uh, so Okay, so TakeOver, um, it's just like every other TakeOver... It's worth watching. Um, so we also had on Saturday was the Hall of Fame, which we all call pieces of, and then we could. No, I watched the whole thing. So you watched the entire Hall of Fame, but just because I wanted to see Bret Hart again and Nightheart, I wanted to see how DX was going to do the thing. I wa- I watched the whole thing. I just finished it today. Like, and when it I first didn't... came on, did you watch it? No, like... I didn't first came I watched the replay at all. But, like, I watched that, like, I finished it today. And I didn't have time to watch NXT. It was, NXT was next. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's this time. Oh, let me watch some ride-alongs. And I watched ride-along instead. You caught ride-along before TakeOver. Because I didn't have, dude, I didn't have time and I had to Takeover get here. TakeOver is just not, like, a priority to you. You're just like, whatever, it's just Meltzer's wet dream. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's on my list to watch. But... I know, but we have this discussion all the time because, like, okay, you're not crazy about the pay-per-views these days, but when we were first starting, it was like, you know, oh, let's catch this, just what we do. Yeah. And um, and I said, why don't we ever do this for TakeOver, the show that's, like, basically guaranteed to be a good show? And you're just like, eh, yeah, but it's just, you know, so... Everybody's got different priorities. Dude, I, maybe next month I might get back into it again. I I just lost track with the whole Kofi You're thing. You're probably just burned out because there's so many pay-per-views. That could be it. And I, I I totally hate the whole... We'll get into that. Yeah. So... Okay, don't, so... I, but I do want to say something. I agree that he should have the title. But we'll, how... We'll get to that. I know. But you mentioned that you did catch the Hall of Fame, so I didn't. I caught parts of it. So yeah, give your feel... take since you caught the entire show. Okay, I thought I thought um seeing Hunky Tonk Man going in, he deserves it. Man had the title for a long time for the IC title, and dude, I like Hunky Tonk Man. You know what I mean? The one thing I do have to say about that though is that Hunky Tonk Man was always the type of person. That would talk mad shit on every single person unless they were paying him. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, I love this company. <laughs> He's like another superstar Billy Graham. 
Except Billy Graham's a bigger shithead, so. Billy Graham gave up his, his ring. You know? Oh, Billy Graham's. God. Uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, Honky Tonk Man going in was cool, and there was that one little bit where New Day was kind of doing the Honky Tonk Oh my dance. gosh! New Day was hysterical. If you watch the credit, like, watch, if you didn't have to watch it, watch New Day when they, they're, they're in the picture. They're, they're cracking me up the whole time. You see them, like, eating pancakes at one point. Dude, I was, I was laughing, man. I never cared too much about the pancakes thing. <laughs> like, that was, uh, that, I was like, The Rock can make it cool. Like, that's the only person that can make it cool. Because that's part of his cheat diet or whatever. <laughs> But it was just it was just funny watching New Day in the background. Um, who else was it? Um, it was nice to see Stacey Keeler come back. Yeah, Stacey Keeler did a nice speech for Tori. I heard that. Um, th- this is what I heard. I I can't give a, an opinion on it. I heard that regardless of people giving criticisms about Tori Wilson being in, that her actual speech wasn't that bad. Yeah, so. her speech was. I heard her speech was pretty good. Dude, her speech and it puts was it amazing. more into perspective considering that like, I think the day of or like the day before her dad died. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she brought up Dawn Marie, and you haven't heard Dawn Marie's name in a long time. You know what I mean? And she said that was her dad's favorite moment, working with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, Tori, dude. And, yes, Tori said it, too. She didn't have that talent. You know what I mean? But she did help make the world, like, oh, cool, women wrestling, and back into the spotlight really because you had guys like Sable trying to they're trying to learn. You know what I mean? They're trying to do their work and Fit Finley was behind Wait, Sable it. came before Tori Wilson. No, she was there at the time too. Oh. You know what I mean? She wasn't there like totally, but she was like there, so and then she disappeared. It's a commercial. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to show you. Uh side note, sorry to interrupt what we were talking about, but um it's winner take all for both the world WWE title and the universe title tonight. Uh, so it looks like. So they're going to do the undisputed belts again. And everything's going to be together. So it looks like we're going to have too many wrestlers. And. Well, they'll probably just have someone interfere with the match or something. Don't yeah. believe for a second that they're changing titles again. Changing hands like immediately. No, I think it's. They got too many wrestlers in the roster. Plus, you got too many wrestlers down, down in the um, NXT to split up shows. Because they don't care about how many wrestlers they they they, they want to have as many as they can they can lock up and be like, okay, you can't wrestle elsewhere. You can't contribute to these companies. Yeah, yeah. that's really all it is. It's just the amount of mon- monopoly. That's about it. So, the. Uh, Oh yeah, beefcake and um, beefcake and um, you want to pause this for it? Nah, nah, it's... nah, just keep okay. Keep talking about beefcake. Oh, my dog whines. Um, yes, um, beefcake. Um, he talked about when he started in the business with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan did a nice little speech towards him, um, saying that like, um, he he's like, hey buddy, you want to join wrestling? Follow me around, and that's where. He started running around with Hogan and all, and they went separate ways, and Beefcake came back, and they wanted to call him Baron. Yeah, I, I remember the bit with Baron Corbin. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was funny, and it's funny. He's like, they were going to make me Baron Has beef, Beefcake. Because 
okay, don't want to show my age here, but like, I wasn't around for Beefcake. Mm -hmm. Did he like win titles or anything? Tag team. Tag team titles? Yeah. I want to make sure. Can we make sure? Because I I mean, (laughs) I I know like most, like the most I can really like recognize Beefcake for is the barbershop where Shawn Michaels turned on Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I never really seen much of his like wrestling ability, you know what I mean? Gotcha. That and I didn't like really like. I get he was like a barber and all that, but like his gimmick kind of like was like all over the place a little bit for me because he was like he was like a barber and he was like Hulk Hogan sidekick and he was just like all these other things. You know what I mean? (laughs) If I want to make sure, I I I think he was with Val Valentine's. They had the title for a minute and WCW. I mean WWE. Yeah, tag team with Valentine's. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he had titles, other titles around too. Was he just WWE or was he like WCW? He was WCW, but I don't think he had any WCW, um, titles. Okay. Um, he was in the Worldwide Wrestling Alliance, had one heavyweight title there. Places that we never heard of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he didn't, he didn't hold anything in WCW. But yeah, tag the titles was um I think they were called the um Dream Team. Weren't they? Yeah. Valentine and Bruce? Yep. Valentine's and Jimmy Hart was <laughs> the manager. The dog was very thirsty. He's mm. near water. So that's where um Beefcake yeah, he held the title. But um, SD Jones went in as a legacy. That's awesome to see. Uh, um, I saw a lot of people gave him crap for his, but Luna Vachon or whatever. She should be in there, not in the legacy. She should have yeah. been in there. Um, that's how I felt when they. Put, that's how I felt actually when they put El Santo in the legacy. But it's okay because they made it into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but it's like a cop out in a wet sense, though. But they can't put so. It's so many times. Like I get that she passed away and stuff like that, but at the same time, like, it would have been nice if someone like main, like big like that, got like a proper induction. You know what I mean? Like, look at look at um, look at um, China. She's not gonna get in by herself. I mean, she should. Yeah. I didn't really like how DX talked about her for like maybe a minute. They talked about it, but they, it they was kind of like hard glazed, because they like glazed over it. It was kind of hard because she had. Problems with Triple H, she had problems with Xbox. Well, I mean, her problems with Triple H were justified. And plus, you had to watch what you say, because she has family out there in ringside. Well, they weren't going to so, say anything bad about her. Yeah, but they still had to watch what they wanted. Yeah, but... And whatever Vince wanted them to say. But it doesn't matter with all that, because WWE has been trying to come across as a company that can mend bridges with everybody. <laughs> Which, there have been people with much worse bad blood. Yeah. Bret Hart. And they've been fine. China hated Triple H and Vince and No, no. The biggest example would be San Martino. Oh, yeah. Bret Hart, too. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, no. Bret Bret talked so badly about WWE. Yeah, but Bret talks badly about a lot of wrestlers. Bret talks badly about everything. Like, he is... He puts his opinions out there. A little bit strong. A little bit, uh, yeah, that's another. But, but he's not hating on people. He's just, this is what's wrong with the wrestling. And I think he should be behind the scenes, but he doesn't want to travel. But, and plus, 
You don't. Oh, and speaking of Bret Hart, did you guys talk about him getting jumped? Yeah, that that Dude. that made me so angry. That, that was the Simpsons prophecy. That like. Did you ever see that episode? Yeah, I've seen that episode of Bret Hart. But like, honestly, it's just like, of all the people that run up and do that to, like, the stroke victim that just survived cancer that also had to deal with multiple concussions in his life, like. Really? And you're going to do this in an arena full of wrestling marks and wrestlers. But you, you don't remember, he attacked him that was next to um, Natty. Natty got hit, too. Yeah, that, that was even worse. You know what I mean? And well, no. well, to be fair, Natty probably could have easily kicked the shit out of this guy. Natty's not somebody could. that you would want to fuck with. But so. she she got gang brushed and didn't know what happened. Oh, you know well, what yeah, because I mean? it was from behind. And then, of course, Dash Wilder like got in a... Oh, dude, and, Dash, oh, yeah, Dash Wilder and, and, and Travis. Um, yeah, Dash Wilder and Travis laid into that dude. Did you see? Did you see? Um, David Boy Smith jump out from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shane yeah. McMahon like jumped out too. Yeah, I think Teddy Hart was out there too. He, and like, that dude just had his court hearing apparently today, and like when they asked him why he did, he was just like, it seemed like the perfect time to do it. The perfect time to do it. That's just weird. Like, I wanted to have my WrestleMania moment. Apparently, the dude had an MMA background and stuff too. Apparently, he was, like, an amateur MMA record holder of two wins and one loss. Yeah, well, it didn't come in handy that night. I damn sure didn't. So, he's a lethal weapon, so he can go to jail for a long time. <laughs> to find lethal weapon when you're in a room full of, like, <laughs> legit black belts and martial arts and <laughs> MMA fighters and... It's like... Strong men competition. And this dude and wasn't with friends or anything? No, I think he just showed up on his own. So this is like a um like a mass shooting in a way. The dude just like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna shoot up the whole school and then boom. You know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't really seem like he had like a particular reason to do. No, he had no Unless reason. He just really hates Bret Hart. Dude, dude, you don't have to like somebody. You don't have to attack somebody. Plus, the guy. What's well, just... up with the Rasta cap though? Like, I really think that was a Simpsons thing. I think he was dude. like, you know what? That, that would make it even funnier. That was that that was somebody that wanted to be famous. That could be. It's like, hey, and people, I'm gonna be on TV people, for a long time. People will do stupid shit just to get their name out there, even if it's for something negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at Enzo. No, actually, now that we're if we can go us over that real quick, that was a work. I know that was a work. I'm talking about Enzo. He got himself. Oh, with the Royal Rumble. No, with something else. That yeah, that too. Plus, the whole Delaware license thing. The whole dick, like for his signature. Oh yeah. He was just trying to make a name for himself. Say, like, hey, I don't give a shit, and I'm gonna put a dick as my signature. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if it's something that was already there, you know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even think he was like a wrestler, wrestler, or even like. Simon Gotch hates him so much. <laughs> Simon Gotch is so relevant. <laughs> Simon Gotch's biggest relevance is talking shit on Enzo. Actually, Simon Gosh has been doing pretty good for himself lately. He was at that Bloodsport stuff that Regal and Dean Ambrose were checking out. Well, that's good. That's no, cool. But no, but as far as the Enzo thing, like, your opinion would change if you were an Enzo fan. Because you would have been like, Cause, because, oh, that's not a penis. That, that is his signature. Like, <laughs> it, it really just strictly depends <coughs> on personal preference. And yeah, it does look like a dick, so. Um... Fits the person who's uh, who, who's who it belongs to. <clears throat> so what's next? Um, the the DX the DX um, Hall of Fame. 
their their little speeches were cool. You know what I mean? Um, the little the little um, the little um, AEW bit. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're all in, right? <laughs> it was hysterical. You know what I mean? I cracked up. I was like, now I want a t-shirt just because of that. <laughs> I really think it was amusing though that like DX was like the headliner, and in the background you have Bret Hart. I was right. just waiting for like Shawn Michaels to super kick him. <laughs> the thing that I liked about the Bret Hart thing that Xbox said the best match he ever had <coughs> was with Bret Hart. Uh, he said thank you right on stage, and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Xbox let Bret Hart win. Yeah. TV taping. No, he did. Well. Like when he was one two three kid or X. Yeah, one two three. No. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was his best match on TV. It was a TV taping that night. Yeah. It wasn't live. Yeah, no, they've 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 documented that or talked about it. So. Yeah. But it was kind of cool that he like brought him up saying thank you, Pratt. You know what I mean? Like he didn't say, oh, um, Razor Moon gave me the best match of my career. He said Bret Hart. You know what I mean? A guy that's not in the club. Oh. I mean, well, Razor Ramon gave him his biggest moment, but Brett yeah. gave him his best match. Yeah. So, and and Waltman for the uh, notoriety that he has in wrestling is still like a, a big name as far as like you know yeah. past history goes. Yeah, it's great, and he, he does great on the podcast and all. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he has his own podcast. He has the the one two three podcast. So um, oh oh, the thing that I love the best, you know how the um the fans do for the whole too sweet thing. Yeah. For um, it was great. They're like too sweet, uh, uh, whatever. And Triple H goes, "That is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life." <laughs> I don't know why you guys do it. I cracked up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's not cool." <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> No fans stop it. You didn't hear them say anything like that again. I love the bit where Triple H was just like, it was like the executive vice president fucking line, remember? <laughs> it was just like, see, executive, executive vice president is just a name people give to make themselves feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and in charge. <laughs> he, he, told, he told his kids, he's like, hey, guess what? You love me, but I love you more. And I started cracking up. That, like, they're doing all that shit in front of their kids. I'm like, damn, dude, they're great parents. <laughs> Tell you what, Vince will buy that piss and company and fire you again. <laughs> oh, that was an awkward. <laughs> he called it a piss and company. <laughs> Just as a joke, and you see um, um, Gun Gun laughing his ass off because it's funny. I mean, they should have expected that. I mean, like, as soon as Billy Gunn steps up to the podium, all you hear is A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub. <laughs> I have a question for the wrestling fans. What is the hell is a dub? Because I know the word it's is W-U. For, it's just short for W. W-U. it's easier to say. You don't want a chant that goes e- E-C-W. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I like to say E-C-W. Yeah, but it's just abbreviated. ECW is easier to pronunciate when you're doing it a lot. You have issues pronunciating a lot of things. It should be easier for you. <laughs> like, really? Like, Ratchet? Uh, <laughs> Ratchet. We're just giving you shit, dude. Ratchet, um, get that right? Finally! That, that Valentine's past 
I, mean, I, you didn't, I didn't say anything for that one. What? When you were just like, Greg Valentine's. <laughs> Valentine's. Greg, Greg Valentine. So you almost you did just it. Did. <laughs> did I say times at one point? Yes. Dude, we need you to do the Scott Steiner mathematics promo. <laughs> well, did somebody just do that recently? Yeah, it was Big E. Oh, dude, that was good. And he got like he got like three quarters way through. He was like, "Wait, I, I quit." <laughs> <laughs> I think I would quit though. <laughs> so, did uh, so the um the G one supercard. I I'm only happy about one. Actually, happy about two things. Yeah. Um, was I caught bits and pieces of it? I know what titles changed hands and stuff like that. So what we got. Uh, probably the best highlight was their, um, their little battle royale, Royal Rumble kind of thing that they did. Mm. The last entrant was the Great Muda as a surprise entrance. Oh, that's a nice one. I thought that was pretty awesome. From the reviews that I read, I'm, you know, just, uh, trying to get a overall picture of what everybody thought about it. Mm-hmm. They said that New Japan side was great. Yeah. And ROH's was... <sighs> yeah, like... Ever since, you know, the Elite and others and such left, like, ROH has been, like, legit struggling. And but that's ROH basically always why, struggles for a minute when Yeah, but, like, people. it's, like, really bad It's right really now. bad right now. And, like, that's why they were, like, oh, we didn't like how you guys just, like, decided to just bring out Enzo and cast like that just to get people to talk about your company during what was supposed to be Tanahashi's match. You know what I mean? Like... Who's basically the John Cena of New Japan? <laughs> Frank had to run upstairs. <laughs> but, but anyway, like I haven't watched G One because I don't know where I can find this. Oh, fight at. And that's a. It's like a streaming service. Okay, how much is that? I think it's like thirty bucks a month. I think they have a like month? A free, I think they have a free trial thing. So oh wait, I'm not entirely sure. Now. So you can stop warning. So you can go onto that site and pay thirty dollars a month to stream it. Yeah. Well, they stream. It's not. They stream most of the big pay per views for like Ring of Honor, New Japan, also like UFC matches and stuff like that. So it's like a, it's like it's like Netflix for MMA and wrestling. So. But it's 30 bucks. Yeah, that's the only downside. Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's... That would totally, like, take my whole bank. Okay, after bringing the dog down, I'm just happy about two things. That Mark Haskins had a match at Madison Square Garden, and Jay White lost the fucking belt. So you're so happy about that? Yeah. I hate Jay White for more he, reasons he, than because of him being a heel. He despises Jay White. But, but, wait, wait, wait. I said I hate somebody, and he said hate something, but you didn't say anything about that? No, because I know his hate's real. How do you know my hate's not real? I'm not going to suddenly say that, oh, I hate <coughs> Jay White. Like. But what if I have Jay White on to do an interview and won't do it? Then I'd be like, dude, you got pushed way too fast. And he'd be like, yeah, and would you, would you like, turn it down? No. <laughs> That's more of an opinion of the company you're in, you know? <laughs> okay, perfect. I will say this, though, and because I know you love the guy I'm bringing this up, mad props to Jay Lethal. He made history first 
black wrestler to headline a wrestling event that wasn't from WWE at Madison Square Garden. There we go. That um, is that is a great honor. It's your boy. Oh my god. <laughs> Where the hell has Lars been? Oh, he's back. Uh, he, no, so, he, um, took, he took a, like, a um, crazy moment. No, so... Have to attack Angle. <laughs> Angle's still there. Yeah, Angle... Uh, you know, Corbin came out to basically gloat about how he won and all that, and then Kurt Angle came out, Angle slammed and Angle locked him. But basically I just thought... saying goodbye. So Alright, so... <laughs> he's the not whole, leaving. Whole, he's, he's, no, he's, he's not leaving. He signed a contract with them, so he's basically like a Legends-type deal now with them. So, so he's going to be on the next ride-along. <laughs> he's going to be on the ride-along with um, Baron Corbin. He's, ba- he's basically, at this point, just here to put people over. Okay. Oh, is he going to take a freak accident? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you love that move. I do and I don't. <laughs> I'm like, when he does it well, it's kind of cool. When, it does, when he does it bad, it's like, oh, God, this is... So... Let's talk about... Oh, 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 here it comes... Oh, man, that was horrible. Oh, God. That was like a bullshit-ass rock bottom. <laughs> That's basically what the move is. Anyway. It's just a rock bottom that he grabs from the waist. Yes. So he's going to take a time off because he's going to be scared again. And, uh... Okay, so the whole... Th- <laughs> so going back to Jay White, the whole thing about Jay White and, and Jamaica and I had a discussion about this. We said... It's like if The Miz was the leader of The Shield. Yeah, that's literally Now, the I know you're a huge Miz fan, but I wouldn't look it just wouldn't work. You see what, no. you see what we mean? Like, Jay White work. should not be the leader of the Bullet Club. Yeah, okay. I, I see what you're saying. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't like seeing... I think The Miz should be like, in a group. Of all the past leaders of the Bullet Club, Jay White is clearly the weak link. I, I think um, Miz should have a stable. Of three guys behind him. Oh, the We're not saying that he shouldn't have, like, Jay White shouldn't have a stable. It's just, it, should, it shouldn't be the Bullet Club that he's leading. Nah. Like, if anything, it would make sense for Tomatonga to lead. Because he was the one that started the whole dissension in the Bullet Club to begin with. He's, you know what I mean? He's an original member. Yeah, and he's an original member on top of that. It, it, I can't, I can't, you can't expect me to believe that. Jay White was secretly the true leader of the Bullet Club all along. You know what I mean? No. So, you're saying Jay, Jay Lethal, main event, Madison Square Garden. That is a great honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to switch subjects and talk about another Jay. The Jay that matters. Now, I am a Lethal with him, fan. With him and, for, to an extent, uh, Marty losing, do you think Marty's don't ring of honor is going to jump ship to... 205? <laughs> Because I, we all know that Marty's basically just like in the long haul until his contract expires, and then he's probably going to make the jump to AEW. How so do you he, know AEW? Maybe he might go oh, WWE because he's, he's still on he's the show. He's going AEW. He's going to be like, he's still on he, the show. Yeah, if he if he goes to WWE, he would be in two hundred five. Yeah, like as as good as he is, like you know, it's just <clears throat> so well, my boy on two hundred five. Oh yeah, I know you were happy about that. Uh, I was really surprised about that. Who's the who was the face and who was the heel in that match? I couldn't tell. I don't nobody. I don't think. Wait, I don't think match? the Tony Knees versus Buddy Murphy match. Tony Knees. Tony um, Abs. Tony Abs. Hey, I'm Tony Abs. No, no, they're, no, they're both heels. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I, 
because I, I don't keep all right i don't keep track of 205 live like that i watch it every now and then yeah. i kind of stopped watching it because i like tjp and he's not there no more that, that i think that was his fault for him i mean it was his fault really for like why he got fired and stuff yeah. don't get me wrong but like i i did like him that and that and cedric to an extent yeah and mustafa but now mustafa's on smackdown but like I don't keep track of it so, every so often because yeah. of like where it's placed at. Like yeah. I don't like immediately go like, oh, I just got done watching Smackdown. Let me go watch Two Hundred Five Live now. Two Hundred Five needs more lumbar checks. Yeah, but, but I don't. I can't really keep track of like storylines that are going on there because they don't. They don't really have storylines. It's just matches for the most part. But I really am happy that. Tony Nese did something. I'm glad that more people are starting to hold that title. Don't get me wrong. Especially the ones that were in the Cruiserweight Classic. Because, like, the first time seeing Tony Nese, I'm like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah. This guy's going to be awesome. We saw him live, and we were all impressed. House of Hardcore, and we're like, wow. This guy. Dude, I went and got his autograph, and it's hanging, because I knew he was going to go somewhere. And look at him. Mm. Cruiserweight but, dude, there's so many guys on that roster in the cruiserweight division. I was are amazing. I was surprised Mike Bennett didn't get the championship match considering how they were trying to, like, push him. Oh, did you see his his um little promo he had? That he's uh, he's pissed off with Drake that he didn't put him on the card. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think I posted it on our page. I mean, it was a Twitter thing. And yeah. If I could find it. So, we didn't, we didn't really say we we're, were going to talk about Mania, but, I mean, we we're going to start talking about the pre-shows. Um, so, we had the pre-show, and the pre-show after the pre-show. We had the pre-show for the pre-show, and then the pre-show. And then the actual show. Oh, okay. I found it. Oh, no. So, here we are. MetLife Stadium, it's WrestleMania, we're officially in the building. Last year in New Orleans, I was in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and this year, I got nothing. I am doing absolutely nothing, and there's only one person to blame for that, and that's you, Drake. That's you. There's a reason why I'm not here wrestling in front of all these people, and it solely rests on your shoulders, Drake. Yeah, I'm frustrated. You know what it feels like to be that close and have it taken away from you, your dreams and your hopes? Drake, I'm taking over this Twitter because of you. I will let my voice be heard. I have been all around the world. I have wrestled all around the world. Me and my wife have done things that you could only dream of, and this WrestleMania was supposed to be one of them. And you took it away. Anything away from Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. Hats off, gentlemen. You both earned it, and I know damn well that you two are going to go out there, and you're probably going to put on the match of the night. But let's face facts. Seriously, let's let's just think about this for one second. When we are in New York City, what do you think the people want to see? The people want to see the power of love. The people want to see the kingmaker, Maria Kanellis. The people want to see the opportunist, Mike Kanellis. They want to see the people that they've seen travel all around the world because they know that I take every opportunity and I make the most of it. And Drake, you know 
that you took that away from me. And you know that if you had put me in that match, that I would be your new cruiserweight champion. Drake, yeah. I like good promos, but come on. But yeah, he just went off and it was crazy. I completely forgot about Mike Cunnilingus. <laughs> I, I, I call him Mike Bennett. Mike Contellus. 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 Is she is she wrestling? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, oh, let's watch her. Um, it's uh, George Paul Marino's favorite women, women's wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to call him, his number is blah, 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 blah. 484-9823. Is that it? I'm pretty sure it is. Holy crap. <laughs> well, moving on. Okay, what's I next? feel like we can glaze over both the memorial battles because, like, they never really amount to anything. You know but I, mean? I knew kind Braun Strowman was going to glaze over the entire show because with the 16 matches that were on the card, we're probably going to completely forget about at least one. Yeah. So let's just give our top... Who won the, who, who, who won the um, women's? Asuka. Okay. So let's just talk about... Really? Our no, Carmella, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Let's talk about our top three things that we liked about Mania. And... Right off the top of your head, so don't give more thought to it. And we could agree on the same thing. So just say what they are, don't explain them? So, what was the first one for you? Oh, Kofi winning. Okay, and talk about that. I I know we kind of disagree, like kind of different things. We'll get to that too, because that's a completely different subject. It's just, it was just a very surreal moment, you know? Especially for, you know, people of color, because like, we don't really get many heroes on the screen that we can, like, empathize with. You know what I mean? So, to have Kofi win was just, like, a big thing for us. And, like, I had people that were, like, that I, that I was talking to that were, like, legit crying because they were so happy about this. You know what I mean? So, it was just it was just a very magical moment. And what's the second one? Second one definitely was John Cena coming back as Dr. Thugonomics. <laughs> yeah, he- you marked out so hard for because Dude, I did. that's like one of my favorite gimmicks of all time. Like honestly, and like that's where your two K character comes out too. <laughs> exactly. Like if Basic Thumbnail is ever a song in the game, I put my character's theme to that. But I again, like it's one of my favorite gimmicks of all time. It just it brought back a lot of memories. You know what I mean? Because when John Cena came in, is when I started to get back into wrestling. And he did do some pretty good burns to Elias. Yeah. <laughs> and then, thirdly, I'm going to have to say, hmm, I actually have to think about this one. Um, probably the SmackDown tag title match. Yeah, that was a good one. Because it, it was just a good match start to finish. You know what I mean? I actually had no idea who was going to win or who was, if they were going to retain. Like, it just kept me on the edge of my seat. Then again, SmackDown always tends to deliver with their tag matches. Not to give any slack to the Raw tag team match, because that was pretty good, too. Yeah, but SmackDown tends to be the more, um, com- the, the competitive side. SmackDown's always been that way. Like, Raw's been more, like, s- storyline-based. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your three takes you're going to be amazed when I say my favorite match of the night was Kofi and Dan Bryant. Okay. Okay. But don't get me wrong. I 
I love that he won. Wait. Okay, hold up. I love that he won. But you want to talk about that later. Next match, I had to say, when the credits was done, that was my favorite of the night because I was like, cool, turn off the TV, let's go. I didn't I was, say that. Yeah. I was so happy for so long, and it's like, ugh. But really, like, Zack Ryder and uh, Kurt Hawkins winning the tag titles, I was hyped. That was actually a good match. Yeah. I love the revival and all, and I love Hawkins and... And Dash being a knockout kind of guy. Yeah. And since you guys don't know it yet, but they just actually had a tag match and retained. That is awesome. Did they retain against the B team? No. Oh, revival. God. Oh, good. <laughs> but, like, there's... I thought the whole women's title match was like, eh. You know what I mean? You like the women's title match? No, I didn't. I don't know. I just thought it was too much. Um, you might you might hate it that I'm gonna say that I really enjoyed Miss Shane. I like the ending. The match was okay. I, I feel like Miss Dad didn't really need to be involved like that. But now we got a meme out. Yeah, oh, the memes now are fucking hilarious though. But <laughs> uh. I just said Miss because really don't even much care. I, I really don't care about the rest of the show. I was bored. I think Tony Neeson. Uh, Honorable mention goes to Batista and Triple H. I know you don't like the match, Fran. But it went like, too long. if you take away the long time, I like the the pacing. Well, not no. I like just the. What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, the highlight of that match was Batista tricking. No the. Well, that and basically Triple H being like a torture machine, plucking his nose ring and shit out. That was pretty fun. So he took lessons from uh, Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. I just thought them. I liked the the violent aspect of it, like the aggressiveness, like the roof. Like I, it felt like a no holds barred match. See, I, I'm trying to figure out what matches were on the card. It's bothering me. Well, a lot of them were like forget it forget ones yeah. like Balor and Blashley yeah and Joe and Mysterio though Mysterio's ring gear was awesome his gear was awesome well Mysterio was injured so it was yeah. surprising he was able to do anything um, it's kind of cool that he went out there and did something well mm-hmm. because he wanted his paycheck that's why him being out there at all was probably his biggest paycheck this year probably um so, Brian and Kofi, obviously. Like, that was... Should have been the main event. Yeah, um, they should have closed with that. Yes and no, because... The placement on the card was good for the crowd, like, being able to still actually have energy for it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they could have had great matches at the end of the show and people were going to be burned out, so that was True. the issue. And that's not, that's a criticism everybody has. If the show's too long. You're gonna get the people that say, "Oh no, well, it... I'll hold that. I'll get to the second one." Um, uh, second one was me enjoying Triple H and Batista for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> the trip. Um, that it's it Triple Batista. It was. Uh, 
it was the expressions on Batista's face that led to so many like Photoshop moments, <laughs> like the no, not the nose ring. Ah, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. Not the bees. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Um, I'm, yeah, I was laughing my ass off the whole match. I was just like, they did have a tease. That, that Batista bomb spot, I was like, that would have been perfect. <laughs> like, it was actually a good spot. They didn't fuck it up, and it looked good. Yeah, they really should have ended it right there after that. But no, because Triple H needs to come back for next year's Mania and have another 25-minute match. Oh, Technically, it was 24 and 16 seconds. Oh, shut the hell up. It felt like it was 45 minutes. <laughs> um, so the... The sad part is, though, after the match, I don't know if you probably didn't know, but Batista announces retirement from wrestling. Yes. So, thank you, Batista, for the many years. His favorite wrestler is the Warlord. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, another one was uh, the ending of the main event and seeing and the visual of Becky Lynch holding both belts to end the show. Oh. Actually, they botched the ending to that. We're not going to talk about that because I know exactly what you're talking about. It was, uh, but yeah, just, just the whole thing of like, wow, Becky Lynch just ended WrestleMania so, holding two belts. So Ronda's injured and then AJ Styles is injured. Yeah. Well, Ronda being, in, I mean, yeah, it sucks for anybody to be injured, but she's, this was her last match for oh, however wow. long it's going to be. So... I am a little bit happy that Brock doesn't have the title. Well, I was shocked that they actually went through a Brock dropping the belt because because you thought that he was gonna. I well, they said that he's supposed because it, to take that time. was the same thing that happened last year when they gave him the last minute contract extension and he ended up retaining. You know what I mean? But he has a match at UFC coming up in August. I think it is. You know what that means? That means that Vince doesn't have faith that he's gonna win that match. Because if he had faith that he was gonna win, he would have been like, "You're still champ." Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have the Universal Champ like royally get his ass beat against like whoever you're facing. Because the guy that um he's going to face yeah, wrote something. Right? Yeah. He wrote something on Twitter. It's like, oh, you, you lost. <laughs> and we know wrestling is like predetermined. Yeah, yeah but they, they still play into it. It's just like when Cyborg <coughs> was like, you know, cracking jokes about Ronda. And we still are. Yeah. Like, and it's like. She's, uh, she's my favorite Hooter girl. <laughs> um. Okay, so we've been holding off on this. Let's talk about Kofi and Brian. Great match. It was back and forth. You didn't know who was going to win, mm-hmm. but it was like in the end of it, you knew Kofi was going to win. See, that's what got me a little bit upset. I think the whole dude. I love the whole like that. He has the title. That he he owns it. Down. But I I hate the thing is that we knew he was going to win. Well, we didn't necessarily knew. Yes, yeah, we really. did. You want to know why? Because Brock won? No. And Brock lost? No. Because WWE gave it away. Yes. Oh, yeah. With the... Oh, yeah. They put the race thing in there and... No, 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 no. I'm not no, that's, about that's that. one of the things that I'm no, putting I'm not, in there that I knew he was going to win. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they gave it away during the show. Oh, did they? 
They gave it away during the show because on WWE Shop Zone, the T-shirt they put his T-shirt up before he fucking won. But then they put the Daniel Bryan T-shirt up there too, because he had the Planet Champion T-shirt, like, and still the Planet Champion T-shirt up there. He did have it. Yeah, I don't remember that. I yeah, I do because remember after he lost, Lex Bliss was like advertising the T-shirts. That was a fucking joke, okay? That's why they had the B team there. See, like You know no I no, wanted, no, no I wanted no. I wanted that moment because like I knew it was gonna happen and like I loved the match and I, I'm happy that Kofi has the title. But it just just it just felt like Oh, we're bringing this in the storyline and we're gonna put this in there that we never held we never had a black champion. WWE champion. And then um, out for nowhere in the storyline, you knew what they're going to do. Oh, we never had a black champion. That doesn't matter. Though. I mean, it really doesn't that's, matter. That's why I haven't watched WWE in like three weeks. I got thrown off from it. Dude, I am a big supporter. Like, my favorite, my favorite, um, my favorite singer, actor is Sammy Davis Jr. And I loved how he fought away from that whole racism, that he was dating a white woman. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, love that shit. That's, I that, love Jackie Robson. I get and the April 15th is his day that he started in Major League Baseball. I get confused with your point of view when it comes to race because during various topics, top topics, yeah, I just fucked up too. During various topics of conversation, you'll mention... That, like, because of everything having to do with politics, that they're making racism such a big deal. And you don't think it's such a big deal because there's a lot of things that that's just how it was back in the day. But when it comes to somebody that doesn't deal with that, it's not going to be a big deal to them. They're just going to give an opinion. They haven't gone through it. You know? So, but, like... I get what you were saying about your point of view on, like, why you couldn't get too invested into the storyline i have something sort of similar but in a different different sort of spin i don't like the fact that they took something that has been an issue in wwe and they turned it into a storyline like it's yeah. like the, it's like a storyline writer literally <clears throat> said let's take something legitimate that vince mcmahon sees the minority and goes no i want to have this big buff white champion Dude, there's so and, much wrong. But but what but what I'm saying is is that when you turn it into a storyline, it kind of Loses takes its... away from the actual problem. Kind of See, there's there's so... other things too. He doesn't look at British wrestlers as main event guys. Well, there's not that many British guys that are like but, main. Dude, event. you had Regal that could have been the main event. Well, you had Bulldog that could have won a world title. Dude, there's stuff like that. He Bulldog, doesn't look... Bulldog fucked up. And we, uh, we, know, we know that. We know Bulldog fucked up, but I'm just saying, there's people... Dude, you had Wade Barrett coming in. That could have been a world champion. But he, but, had, he had many key injuries that derailed him. It happens. Like, there were so many problems, but there weren't... But, like, you know, so they didn't say, like, oh, well, what the hell was an example? Here's an example. Like you don't have the Asian 
WWE champions. Yes, and that's another problem. We're talking that that's an issue of minorities in general, which is why they are trying to come across with like NXT UK, NXT Japan, why they're trying to do this to make it appear like they had that that they you know that they cater to everybody. That's why they had the whole thing with gender, but it's because of the fact of like, oh well, we're trying to market to that specific audience, mm-hmm. or we're trying to. We're trying to market to the Hispanic audience when we have guys like Alberto Del Rio as champion when he was a fucking, like, heat vacuum. Like, you know, I mean, like, people couldn't stand when he was champion. Like, we have, you know, it's just... One of the things I remember was saying was, um... Why the fuck were they burying Titus O'Neil? The only thing that's wrong with Titus and Vince's eyes is that he's black. Yeah. It's a big fucking buff black guy that's got like decent mic skills and is good with the community and outside of WWE. Yeah. correct dude's amazing yes i see that but the thing that got him he fucked up with the daniel bryan thing that, that was i think that's what stupid though because how can that was oh, just no. Vince taking that but way too seriously hold on, hold on. do you remember paul london what happened to paul london when the whole limousine blew up paul london did something he fucked up Vince took it out on him. Paul London is a fucking vanilla midget. He, Vince wasn't going to push him regardless. I know, but out of nowhere, he destroyed him. He destroys people when you fuck up. And when... But the reason why people... But the reason why people thought that it was stupid, the whole thing with uh, Titus, was the fact that it was like... You got a guy who, on television, it's like... Yes, Randy Orton, when you kick me in the head... What the fuck? Well, shit. Okay. So, you got a guy who, um... Is that Charlotte? Lacey Evans. Oh. Good. Fucking beat her ass. Um, like, when Vince McMahon was doing the whole segment with Randy Orton, when Orton, when, uh, Vince, when Orton basically said, yeah, when I punk kicked Vince in the head, like, he legit wanted me to kick him in the head. It's like, okay, so you can literally, like, hit somebody so hard that, like, it's, could have been assault, but I can't, like, you know, playfully do whatever, like, you know, and that gets taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, a, so it's, it's kind of like a guy that, like, you know, I, I'm going to put a different, I'm going to put a different spin on it. I'm going to, I'm going to put a more, uh, something that maybe some people can... I wouldn't mention it like this, but it's like, oh, well, you were asking for it because you were wearing a slutty outfit. Like, you know. <laughs> Something like that. Just let Uncle Joe come over and hug you. <laughs> yeah, but then at the same time, apparently, uh, Mr. President can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> he wants so, to grab somebody by the pussy. Yeah, and see, then um, people grabbed um, Joey's dick. <laughs> the 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you see... Um, uh, it all depends on who you like. It's true. I love how they fucking advertise that. Dean's last match in WWE. Well, I, I think he's going. Yeah. He um, has to be going. They wouldn't have kept him off the radar and just doing house or, shows. <laughs> I don't know. See, but they're at, but the way that they're advertising it is so blatant but, that like, something's what, gonna fucking happen. What's the payoff though? Like, I don't really see a so payoff. So when we have it. a payoff, we're gonna be like, oh, well, that was stupid. Like you like, can't make it a work and say it's a work, but then there's no payoff. But they like, never have something like that. 
coming up tonight. Deep, like, in, I mean, they did that with Trish Stratus in her last match. She won the title in her last yeah, match. Yeah, but, but she wasn't like... They advertised Kurt Angle's mass match for Mania. Mm. But Trish wasn't a threat to go anywhere else. She was just done. Well, because there wasn't really much... They'll see Dean Ambrose going, you know what? Maybe, I just quit wrestling. Maybe Dean Ambrose wants to be a stay-at-home mom. <sighs> to let his wife go out there and still do commentating. Oh my god. And go over to oh, Saudi Arabia and. Saudi Arabia. Hey, it's okay. They fucking kill people. Uh, oh, I know this is doing a rewind, but you know the great thing about WWE with uh, like WrestleMania is like, oh, look at all this patriotism fueled by Saudi Arabia money. Right? <laughs> Hey, at least they broke fire. You know, the fireworks. Fi- yeah, but they kind of skimped on the fireworks. Oh, yeah. Right when the show started, and they had the little, and it was just like that was it, <laughs> right? It was uh, a little more dramatic for like some of the entrances. So, so your favorite person, George, um, was sitting out and tailgating. Not my favorite and person. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon. Man was out there, and George didn't say anything about us. What the fuck, dude? All right, you know. Yes, he did. Oh, Stephanie McMahon, you should really listen to the Instagram. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people that he was around, group-wise. Say, hey, I got a, um, we got a page on Facebook. You can pick your matches. The day George advertises us to anybody is the day Nakamura starts speaking fluent, perfect English. (laughs) But here's a question to you. Is George the type of person that you would want to have promote your podcast? Not really, but he's at wrestling shows yeah. that he can be like, hey, it's going. Yes. I want it all. I want George to be the one. <laughs> to be the one to, to talk about us. No, I'm just saying he's at a show. He could be like... Hey, we got a page on Facebook. It's called Instagram. We Pro can't even Facebook. have him give up his crutch at HOH so that somebody can use it as a weapon. Okay? <laughs> and you know for a fact that if he gave his crutch to somebody, they would totally use it. Yeah. yeah. And the crowd would mark the fuck out, and George would be, like, famous for, like, five seconds. Yeah. He, but he's not going to do it because he's not a fan of wrestling. It's just in his DNA. He's just like, I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why I go to every wrestle. I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he's the crutch guy. <laughs> we love you, George. Sort of. Um, okay, so... Yeah, so Kofi's match... Well, here's... Okay, so... It's I, an I, amazing match. No, no, I no. I think it was the best match the, of the whole, The whole question is going to be, where do they go from here? Because so many people have mentioned that they, they're like, oh, well, the New Day can turn heel. It's like, no, just keep them together, okay? Yeah, like, Here's what? another thing. What? Okay, let's put this in perspective. Now, Kofi's champion, when he loses the title, is people going to get upset and say it's because he's black? That's no. my question. That's my question right they're now. They're not going to co- fucking do that because now they have that. They didn't fucking say that when Booker T lost his belt. Like when he but was. But that's a different. I don't know why that's different, but it is. He was on, he's under WWE. And he was a champion. Yeah, but it's not the WWE Championship. People were specifically mentioning WWE Championship, which was the belt that had the... Uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Andre Giant. Yeah. 
the, the we're, not, we're not we're not discrediting the world heavyweight championship, but it's a di- different lineage. Yeah, I told totally that understand. was that was the belt that like originates from WCW and had people like Ron Simmons and everybody else. So that one, and you notice that's the one that nobody criticizes because there was no problem there. So. Yeah, because you had um, a WCW guy named, um, what was his name? They gave it to Ron. Vader. No, Ron. Yeah, he won the No, 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 yeah, 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 but um, it was um, the guy in the back, the promoter, wanted to change up and change the world, and I can't remember his name. Who? WCW. He was in charge. I think it was like Bill, no, it can't be Bill Watts. Bill Watts? I don't think it was Bill Watts. It's a different era, different time. Was it Bill Watts? I don't even remember. You'll you'll remember when you Yeah, I bet I will at some point. But like we were saying, it's two different lineages. But I remember I remember um back in the day, you know what I mean, back in the attitude era, everybody loved Stone Cold Steve Austin. And everybody totally forgot about guys like Booker T. Guys like you know what I mean? Nobody said their names when you go, oh, who's your favorite wrestler? Everybody said Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, because it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's different. Dude, I loved wrestling. I and mean, I'm not taking anything away from Booker T. But, like... Harlem Heat was one of my favorite tag teams. I mean, I, you know, I know. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Booker T. Yeah. Okay? It's just... <coughs> you can tell the level of, like, popularity is vastly different between those two. Like, I would love to see a book. Or two I le- like. Match. Let's be real. Like, I'm black. I had a lot of black friends who were friends who love wrestling, and we were more Stone Cold marks than we were Booker T marks. We didn't. We, we're not saying we didn't like Booker T. It's just Stone Cold was just the guy. You know what I mean? I think the height of Booker T's popularity was when he had his best of seven against Benoit. Yes, that was because that that kind of changed how people viewed him. Yeah. Dude, I was a when I was a kid, I was a fan of Savage, Junkyard Dog. I think I was in there a little bit with Hogan, but I wasn't like I marked out a couple of things. Like, like I would, I'll tell you this. I hate Hogan, but if when I was younger, if I focused more on the wrestling side of it and less and less of the sports entertainment side of it, I could have been a Booker T. Mark. You know what I mean? Could. Yeah. It's just. The stuff you were doing with Stone Cold was just so interesting. You couldn't help but like. I have to disagree with that too, because as everybody knows, I'm a stunning. You're a stunning Steve Austin, Austin Mark. Mark. Back before he had his neck injury, and he could actually still people view him as like, oh, he's such a great wrestler and stuff. Like, oh, he just kicks and punches. <clears throat> Dude, there's, oh my gosh, if we sat there and talked about every um, African American wrestler out there. That are amazing that should have been champion at some point. Too cold Scorpio. Hell yeah. Jesus Christ. Hell, yes. We should have held the WCW title. Dude, he was amazing. And he's still amazing. He still wrestles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Too cold was ahead of his time. Yeah. He would fit him perfectly now. Or, Too, I mean, you know, yeah. in his prime. I think WWE screwed him over when they made mm-hmm. him Flash, Flash Funk. Funk. And that pissed me off. I was not happy about it because at the time, everybody watched ECW and. They, they knew him. what he can do. And yes. they basically turned him into a comedy act. Yeah. Same with Farouk. A racist comedy Ron, act. No. Ron Simmons. I freaking hate the fruit gimmick. I was so pissed off. You changed his name. I, I, I'm going to go back a minute with Dusty Rhodes, too. 
Because that pissed me off too. I hated that they made him like a polka dot fool. You know what I mean? But the thing about the thing about Farouk though was that like I mean people can have people people have their opinion on that. But one of the biggest feuds in the Attitude Era was the Nation versus DX. Correct. I mean that was it, it was it was one of the highlights of of the era. That but, had that had a lot of really shitty moments. But you mm-hmm. had you had Ron Simmons, that is an NCAA um, football player that is in the Hall of Fame of NCAA football, and to a, becoming the first black champion in WCW, going to WWE as a guy in a freaking helmet, dressed in all blue, and that was pitiful. But that no, was dressed in all blue. Yeah, go back that was w- in the beginning as him as the um yeah, but good, back then WCW Fukasa. That but to be fair though, back then WCW was more focused on wrestling, whereas WWE at the time was sports entertainment. Correct. So well, of course they're going to give him some kooky gimmick. Well, WWE at the time they, they but they gave Roman Johnson a role that he fucked up, but yeah. you could have gave to. Ron Simmons that he can totally went high. It's just because Ahmed, Ahmed Johnson was, you know, Vince Ahmed was, big dude. No, Ahmed, Ahmed was Johnson over, was like twice Ron's son. Ahmed was over at the time. He fucked up because of his injuries. Like, yeah, and that the, the injuries was basically what screwed him over. Um, was he big T in WCW? <laughs> oh, he was. He stole, he stole the T for Booker. <laughs> no, like, the, whole, the whole problem with, um, like, WWE, they had a lot of names that when they came in it was like okay so somebody that they wanted to do a lot with was mark marrow and that just kind of went nowhere because of injuries and because they suddenly saw that like there was oh look this guy that this uh we have the ringmaster oh we can't possibly do anything with him like you know and then well we see what happened that no so and but then there's other people that came in where they did do very well people like Razor or a Scott Hall, like when he came in, and of course, he should have been world champ at least once. Yeah, but he was kind of like another Kurt Hennig, where it was like, well, he's just good in that role, and that's what we're going to do with him. So, and these are like you were saying, there's a lot of names that never held a world title, and they almost really didn't have to, because their name meant more to the company than them being world champion. So like, as you mentioned before, junkyard dog. Yes, one of my favorites, Sylvester Ritter. <clears throat> um, so yeah, we can keep talking about that, but we've been going on that for a while, so we're gonna move on to uh, what interviews do you have coming up? Interviews coming up, Mike Dale next week. Mike Dell. Amazing. Your favorite wrestler. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, stuff I've seen him lately, it was amazing. You know what I mean? He has a match with Frankie. Um, and somebody else, I can't remember who it was, that um, was like a triple threat match. Amazing match. I didn't like the other guy because I think the guy, the other guy screwed up the finish. But that's my opinion. But... Them, him and Frankie are feuding in a way, but nobody wants to pick it up. Um, who else do we got? Um, and then the 21st is a day off because it's Easter. 
Happy Easter, everybody. Um, and then we got the classic Eric Martin on the 28th of April. And then we'll hit May with Topo T on the 12th and Primetime Amy Lee on the 26th. That's cool. So everything after that, I haven't put anything together yet. So, what um, what plugs do we have, dude? Just so many plugs. Um, let's go. Let's give a shout out to my new friends from um, Breaking Keyfabe. Breaking Keyfabe. Yeah. Breaking Keyfabe. And what about you? You already know what I'm gonna say. Shout outs to Russell Cave, Ace Porter. Hope you had a good time at um WrestleMania. Uh, Mark L Club, you love you guys. Our number one hoe, Josh Ho and his five takes. What, what's the other one? There's another one. There's like three of them. Behind the curtain. No, they they're all they're all friends. I think. Well, who else do we have? Uh, we got Smart Mark Alley. Um, I like Kevin. I like Steve. They're cool guys. Um, we do have um, Captain Corner, Dave, Captain Dave. Yeah, let's see. We got Dave Russell and his. We got the man that we have to ship some ramen to, Monty. My haystack. You gotta come back, man. We gotta get a bowl of ramen. <laughs> yeah, just just one bowl of ramen. He wants us to come down to visit him. Yeah. Uh, we got um. Oh, I am gonna be going on. Um, death match. Um, Russell's podcast at some point. That's gonna be cool. I think that's going to be at a wrestling show coming um, for Wrestling After Dark. Give a shout out to somebody who tags us on Twitter all the time. Frankie! Frankie. Much thanks to that. We also have... (laughs) We also have the man that does everything, Mr. George Pomerino. And thank you for Mr. Dave Keener for hosting WrestleMania this year. That was was nice of him. Yeah, that was nice. Who's it? Joe. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, Joe just called. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Um, let's see, what else do we have? We have my dog down here who's licking his paw. Um, mm. He was howling earlier until I brought him downstairs. You got little Metch over there curled up into a ball. Yeah. Let's see. There's a lot of thank you. Why don't I give a big out giant thank you to everybody? Yes, thank you. Thank you to thank you to Mr. President for doing such a good job. Oh, there you go. Thank you to Joe Biden for hugging um, little kids and old people. You see, I was trying to be nice and you're trying to be a dick. So. <laughs> we'll thank see you, you guys do. Thank you for Mr. President for creeping out a little black girl on stage <laughs> <laughs> and grabbing people by the pussy. <laughs> uh, I love politics so also, thank you, Mr. President, for telling Kevin McAllister which way to the lobby. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah, because Macaulay Culkin's on lots of drugs, so he needs help. <laughs> <laughs> Not at that time. He he was a kid then. No, it doesn't matter. We don't know what he knows. <laughs> He had lots of money back then, too, so he has more money than all of us do. I would like to say thank you to um, Amazon for putting us all together. 
Yes. And, and no, I'll never thank Amazon, even if it brought us all together. Fuck Amazon. Nah, dude, you have to say thank fuck you. Though. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Oh, fuck yeah, Jeff Bezos. I didn't say Jeff Bezos. I just said Amazon. Fuck, if we never fuck met, Jeff Bezos. Fuck if Bill I didn't, mar- if I didn't mark out for, Amazon. if I didn't mark out to your shirt, you like Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't be friends. Well, we have an even more amusing story. Was the fact that right around the time when Seth Rollins' dick pics came out, one day I saw Dave at work with a Seth Rollins shirt. I'm like, man, you picked a great time to wear that shirt, didn't you? <laughs> so, what do you think they're going to do with Seth Rollins? Oh, you're a wrestling fan? Oh, you know George Palmerino? You know you know the guy from Funscape? <laughs> how, did jo- really, how did George get into it? Now, you brought something up that you're from that area, right? I think you mentioned George. Yeah, or we saw that we were all friends on Facebook. And I said, oh my yeah. God, do you know this guy? Why? Why couldn't we be friends with Billy instead? Okay, so... Uh, you should wear my Ultimate Warriors t- t-shirt? Yeah, you wore your one. I just wore my Ricky Steamboat t-shirt. No, it was... You have a Ricky Steamboat one? Yeah. Oh, no, it was your Warrior one. Huh. Because the first thing I saw was the Warrior shirt, and... And I started talking about Warrior because I wasn't a fan of Warrior. But and you started talking about the rocket fuel. And I started talking about how Speechless. my friend is a big Warrior fan and that um, his classroom was all Ultimate Warrior sayings. It's kind of cool, awesome. If I can find it, maybe you can send it to me again. All right, so that wraps things up for this week. That okay. episode 100 and we will be Shazam! next week. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. One more thing before we go. What was your first memory of Kofi Kingston? My first Kofi? I am the Jamaican man. Oh, SOS! I was talking to Jamaica earlier. I said when Kofi first debuted, when he was when he was still in ECW or whatever, it was, uh, oh, my God, it's Cool Runnings Kofi Kingston. <laughs> cool Runnings! Now I can't stop thinking about that every time I see Kofi now. Jamaica, we have a boxing team. I dude, when first time I saw Kofi, dude, I I, I still remember it. his Trouble in Paradise promos when he was getting ready to debut. Yeah, Jamaica Bob, let's see. Are you supposed to be Jamaican? <laughs> what happened to your accent? Um, it's like who could we? How can we forget? Stupid, stupid. I can't. <laughs> We're gonna start then, going off. And then I can't believe that on SmackDown though. That they revisited that. Right. Stupid. God, Randy Orton's awesome. I can't believe he lost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I was, I, I legit, like, I was convinced he was going to win. And the Zebra Woods was TNA. As Consequences Creed. That's still great to me. I love Consequences. Dude, like, when I met him, dude was cool as shit, man. Like, I, I got there because Jay Lethal. And I'm like, holy shit, Jay Lethal. I got a picture with you. He goes, yeah, you're like my favorite wrestler. <laughs> and I, and then I look over, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like, looking at us, I was like, jump in! And so, oh, oh wait a second. Woods jumped in. And- God damn it, see, we're, we're, we're drifting off into other subjects, like the black hole of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, uh, no, no. One more thing, remember this one? Why can't they have our waist champion versus New Japan champion, J versus J? <laughs> the Switchblade versus the Lethal Injection. <laughs> oh, I thought, it, I thought we established it was a two Jay Z or something. And the and the one more thing, I was a New Day fan before everybody else was a New Day fan. So peace.
Oh, you're cool. I'm sorry. I was there before everybody else. Everybody was booing them. I thought it was the greatest gimmick in the world. Nuke. I wasn't <laughs> booing them, but I did think it was hilarious. Dude, I loved them. I was a big fan. I was like, these guys are going to be awesome. And then everybody hated them. People were booing them. And I'm like jumping, dancing with them. I'm like, yeah. Because the gimmick was horrible. They made it work. Yeah. Dude, they made it awesome. And it's like they, when Kofi got, I mean, it's like when Cody had the Stardust gimmick. Oh, he made Stardust. Stupid ass fucking gimmick, but Cody's awesome. He made it work, so. Same with Goldust. He made that work. Yeah, but you know the thing about Goldust, though, or with Dustin, was that he could have done so much more. It's like, yeah, uh, Dustin wanted to get some breast implants, but we kind of told him to chill out with that, so. (laughs) I mean, Goldust has limits. Seven. All right, we'll see you next week. This is Bram. (laughs) JCL. Oh, okay. Um, DB Richards in. And this is JCL. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, okay. See you next week, guys. Bye. Jamaica, we have a boss, let's